You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Working, but you've been downloading too much porno, huh? I try to do most of that on my phone. Oh, nice. Do you use the incognito tab? Enough. (laughs) Incognito tab. Yeah, the way to go private. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Don't Don't you? I don't. I don't do that stuff anymore. I've gone to the Dick Black route. Yeah, I'm trying not to either. Now I got a bunch of you know Instagram things. You know. Yeah. It's basically porn. Sure. Sure. No, dude, I'm living in the future. Too many porn stars. Do you like? I've gone analog where. I've I've reverted back to just pics, just pictures. Right. No, I either watch porn or I go full Brent Gill and I just go from the from the brain. That's my Brent Gill. Yeah. Yeah. Brent like hates porno and only jacks off to his thoughts. Good for him. That's well. He jacks off five times a day. That's a lot of good for him. Creativity is wasted on sex stories in his head. He's lucky he has any fucking bones left, man. Five times a day? Jesus Christ. We got to start this episode because I want to talk about Southside. Man, that show is so fucking funny. I'm so glad I got you hooked on it, man. I'm so glad you got me hooked on it. Now that HBO Max is doing it, it's got to grow. This show, have have either of you watched it, JD, Mitch? Nope. I have not. Have you heard of it? Yes, because Jake told us about it. Okay. (laughs) I've never heard of it other than from Jake. And it's, I can't even describe it. It's so funny. And they're short. They're 21 minutes. I, I've been describing it as, it's like Friday and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. It's like a, improv. yeah. But it's like a really, really smart Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Chris Tucker Friday. It's no, it's highbrow Friday. Yeah. I agree. Mm. I think it's great. Oh my God. There's this one scene where this dude's locked in an office queue and uh, he's really thirsty so that the handle is off the door, but the door is jammed. They can't open the door. <laughs> yeah. So the guy takes a drink. He's like, oh, you're going to have to like glory hole it or whatever he said. He might even <laughs> I think he says glory hole it. So he puts the straw through the, the door, the handle hole and Q gets on his knees and he's drinking it. And the guy, the guy who's holding the cup. He, he's like, yeah, yeah. I like it yeah <laughs> you know I was like oh my god this is so funny i, I uh, love cops it. it's so the good cops yeah. are so good and it's such a good way to like address cops and the issues with cops right now those two cops are fucking hilarious the black couple with the adopted white son <laughs> you didn't think brooklyn 99 really nailed it i mean i think seen that last season no not even just the last season i think ever since the season with the uh what's her name the cop that jake and uh rosa both wanted to work for that ended up crooked like from uh, that uh, from that season forward they were pretty harsh on cops it's just for the last season they addressed like current issues not just like corrupt cop issues right they had that whole story i mean they were yeah there were episodes where they skated around it (laughs) yeah but i mean like the the corrupt fucking police union guy like that's been a running bit for seasons Mm, but it wasn't the dr cox until the last season no it was dr cox for the season before that too Hmm, i don't remember him from the season before but 
It was yeah, good. Doctor Cox from Scrubs. Yeah. Yes. I like that guy. To a point. I can't yeah. do it well, no, on my own. Because <laughs> when Jake got suspended earlier in the series, he's the guy. Oh, okay. What's his name? Um, John C. McGinley. Thank you. Wow, Mitch, you always got that shit on black. Good pull. Man. He was in that John Candy's last movie. John he Candy was. last movie. Interesting. That western that's really wild. He plays that gay cowboy. It's hilarious. Wagons yeah, East. Wagons with East. Richard Lewis. Yes. I remember yes. that. That movie fucking rules. Have you ever seen Canadian Bacon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of my all-time favorite John Candy films where we go to war with Canada. Yeah. Man, I love so much of his stuff, but I really think uh The Great Outdoors. With Him and Aykroyd. Yeah, they were so fucking funny together, man. Yeah, that was great. All right, well, we're already recording, so we're back at another episode of the Broadcast Geeks. Uh, we got a special, special guest tonight. This is exciting, uh, but I am one of your host matt oren i'm jake becker i'm midnight mitch jones and welcoming returning geek jd lopez what's up jd hello thank you for having me glad to be back welcome back jd you may may have heard him on left hand right brain or los chupacabros he's a pod mass he's casting some pod yeah you're a pod master aren't you yes master podcaster casting pod rocking bod Ah. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah, <laughs> I dude. appreciate and, that. You know? And he makes dope ass <laughs> record stands. No, oh, tables, yeah. yeah. Tables. Got yeah. some carpentry stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've been doing You've been geeking out on it. that. So he's a, he's a geek with like yeah, actual yeah. skills. He's, he's a real <laughs> Ron Swanson. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we could be like the world's greatest A team. JD will build a, a record stand, and I'll remember who John C. McGinley is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll yell about car accuracy. Oh my God, that's Matt, my, you can that's teach us math. All right, <laughs> I'm down for that. I'm the math geek here. <laughs> you're also you're a longtime listener. JD. Yes, yes, I do. You enjoy good broadcast geeks. So you are a, a good person to ask this question. Do you like the intro? Do you like when we we do the intro of well, you know, <laughs> banter before you guys say, "Hey, we're no, no." The the uh, welcome back to another episode of the broad. You know that that intro part, the formal intro, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about it, whether or not it's still relevant. In the in this day and age, I think you yeah, know. I'm tuning in. Of, it makes sense to me. In a sense of like it being related to comic books and broadcasts, I think it makes sense to keep being like another issue of broadcast geeks. <laughs> yeah, remember the last time one of your serials on TV did that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you, I mean, it's almost just like a previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. AMC's broadcast geeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. They do uh, do previously now. You're not wrong about that. Previously on Dexter. I do. Yeah, it does blow my... Though. It might be what? I was going to say, that might be the last show I remember that, that did that. What? <laughs> yeah. Like Netflix and stuff. You don't watch it previously unless you, you know, stop the binge. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that's a good point. They're at the front and back of seasons. I do crack up every time. Like, I've been watching Taxi again. It's an interesting point. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a fifth of the airtime is the fucking theme song. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's legitimately two minutes and 29 seconds of the episode is the intro and, and it cracks. One. Yeah. But now it's, you know, like maybe the first episode will have a longer intro and then it's just like three guitar riffs and a couple of names. And here we go. 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, the other one. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, I can't think of a current TV show that has a, an intro that they do every episode. No. No, man. And then there were shows like f- fucking like the TGIF fucking sitcoms. Like all of those explain the whole show in the theme song mm. ev- every week. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. whatever happened to predictability? Well, not Milk just that. But- paper bar. Yeah, but the shit going on in this, like, you saw, like, seven vignettes of the characters to, like, set up, like, character development to get into the episode. Like, maybe you'd never seen it. Like, by the seventh season, this is who Stephen Urkel is. Exactly. <laughs> Stephen Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> that was about the family. Those family matters. Yeah, yeah dude. Why did they ever making, bring him back as a Fresh Prince. I mean, their whole story. They're making a serious fucking movie right now about that show being stolen from reginald bell johnson oh fresh prince yeah hmm. no Probably. uh family, family matters. Matters. <laughs> yeah gotcha. they they did that show off his popularity from die hard and they basically made him like the same character they just gave him like it was his family life and it took mm-hmm. place in in chicago instead of la but they were they were capitalizing on reginald bell this character actor's sudden popularity off of doing die hard yeah and then like i don't know seven episodes into the first season they decided it was the steve urkel show so this hard-working like middle-aged actor who had been just you know grinding at theater his whole life and doing bit parts got finally got his big break and then got it stolen from him by a fucking 12 year old kid overnight fucking there's hurt. a great there's a great key and peel sketch about it that's hysterical hmm. where it's like basically <laughs> urkel is like haunting and threatening carl like showing up and being like, yeah, Carl, whose show is it? Wow. <laughs> so for the record, that guy, uh, Reginald Bell Johnson. Bell Johnson, yeah. Graduated from the same high school as me. No fucking shit. Yeah, him and Ron Jeremy. Dude, <laughs> I bet Reginald's got the bigger cock. I doubt it. Well, the me? Yes. <laughs> no. <Bigger than> me. <laughs> Not Ron Jeremy. Hell yeah, dude. Reginald's packing heat. You see how cool he plays it? <laughs> that episode when he goes to the bar and calls out those racist cops for fucking with Eddie. He's swinging, <laughs> he, he's swinging a big dick. He's got, that, he got that Mjolnir dick. But Only he... they who was worthy may lift it. <laughs> <laughs> Only Mrs. Winslow's worthy. Yeah, Harriet. Oh, Harriet. I never I mean, watched did you ever? You, oh, it's a wonderful show. Did you ever yeah. hear the fan theory of that Family Matters is actually the prequel to Die Hard and uh, <laughs> Carl Winslow? The kid, the kid that Sergeant Al Powell shot was Urkel, and then Al uh, he had to relocate into the witness protection program, and he became Al Powell because his real name's Carl Winslow, but he just got so pissed off that he killed Urkel. I love that. I know it's not at all what anybody who made that shit intended, but I really, really <laughs> like it. Wow. Oh, man, that's great. The Vel Johnson universe. Yeah, yeah, into, the, yeah. into the Vel Johnson verse. The Vel Johnson verse. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. JD, what are you watching lately, pal? What have you been oh, watching? Oh, man. I was hoping you'd ask. He wants to talk <laughs> horse and sword. He's very excited. right. Yeah, I don't think you guys give enough respect to horse and sword stuff. Thank I you. mean, you guys are all, all robots and lasers. Thank you for your. You guys, did you guys hear the internet try to fuck him when he said that? Thank you for your feedback. <laughs> That's true. Dude, I, I mean, <laughs> horse and sword is where it's at, dude. I mean, fucking the Game of Thrones it launched. You know, the what I've been watching is Wheel of Time on Amazon, oh, and then I saw I've started listening to the books. Yeah. So I'm like balls deep in that universe right now. 
Oh, okay. Uh, tell, tell us all about that because I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I've, I've read, uh, I've read a bunch Wall. of the Robert, so I read a bunch of the Robert Jordan books, the Wheel of Time series. Um, You've read they, all of them, all nineteen? Oh, fuck no! I stopped at like six or seven, I think it was. Because why did you stop though? It's so good. <laughs> it was good. It really was. And then there were too many books that were setting the stage. And it wasn't, it wasn't like leading up to something. It was just setting a stage. And I, and I didn't right, like Jake. that. And I knew, so, and I knew that it was going to go on forever. So <laughs> I, I just said, I have enjoyed pulled the plug read, he pulled the rip cord and I cut the cord. I, no, I understand. You can say that about that a, a horse and pony story just started to meander. No, like you couldn't say that about some runs of, uh, you know, some kind of comic book you're into, Jake. I'm sure like there's too much setup for some comic book characters that the story never really goes anywhere and you fall off. Not that I doesn't mean, happen that, in comic books. It it does. But with ones that like never get popular where they keep doing it over and over again. Like, I mean, they've published fucking Martha and Thomas Wayne's death less times than they've put it on TV and film. <laughs> it's it's they don't they don't just like meander and rehash and classic trope bat trope right the perfect. right it's a classic trope but yeah and like <clears throat> like the she wasn't even shot the first time it just hasn't happened that often in comics they don't do it very frequently they don't even reference it like with panels showing it that often but well, the what? fucking shows and cartoons sure do yeah they need that emotional heft but what is the wheel of time about it's horse and sword it sounds like it's a time travel show <laughs> but in a no, very um, small gap uh, there's magic and stuff go ahead tell us about it you're watching it. yeah yeah i mean there's uh i was uh, joking with my wife that you know there's these lady lady wizards Humble aka bread. witches you know, the, the Aes Sedai, they're these, uh, I mean, there's a lot of yin yang, a lot of, you know, times a circle things, you know, Hindu influence with it, Buddhism stuff that I really enjoy. Um, in this universe, there's a uh, female side of this the uh, power that, you know, people tap into. There's a light and a dark side. There's a male side and a female side and like that, you know, working together or against each other. That's what makes the wheel of time turn and you know people are like reincarnated uh there's this idea of like the dragon reborn the dragon was like this big uh not the big bad he was like a he was a big deal you know when he was around he dies you know and they're all waiting for the dragon to be reborn and uh but that could cause a lot of problems i guess it's going to bring about kind of the end of end of days kind of a thing yeah, but it's yeah. the renewal. It's the end of days prophecy once that dragon's reborn everything is fucked the last battle that they keep talking about they keep referencing the last battle because it's a cycle um what's right right is it rand randall thor or something like that yep randall thor you Uh, got it the lady moraine Uh, yep moraine is the uh, main character there's a lot of like tolkien uh esque stuff about it because the guy who wrote it does did love tolkien and who doesn't i'm a big tolkien fan so i enjoy it (laughs) talk a lot about you and i used to talk a lot because we used to listen to a we used to listen to a podcast where the the dude he got more than me too uh (laughs) you got a band name more than me too (laughs) (laughs) no he he did some (laughs) fucked up stuff to his wife who is also a podcaster and web personality what was his name again uh Alistair? Alistair Stevens was his name, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was some shit that went uh, down. But he had an amazing podcast. Yeah, it was, um, it was called There and Back Again. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember Matt But I've been listening to... Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to the Tolkien Professor, you know, Exploring Lord of the Rings. Have you listened to that yet, Matt? I haven't. 
No, I haven't listened oh, to any podcasts. It's next level. Uh, except for this one. Like they're not just going through Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Chapter by chapter. They're breaking it down like paragraph by paragraph. It is Ooh. everything I want. Yeah. All right. All right. That sounds that sounds good. I, like I mean, they're breaking guys. down the songs. They're talking about elves, you know? Yeah, it is very now, interesting. Would you say uh, that, they, go ahead? They talk about what second breakfast is. <laughs> oh, that's why? pretty self-explanatory. I mean, that's true. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying. <laughs> I hadn't talked in a long time and I missed my voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this then. When we've talked about your aversion to horse and sword, but JD, would you say listening to a podcast about the, the, the world would make it more interesting for somebody to see the movies? Were you guys talking about Marvel stuff or I mean, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking specifically about like Tolkien, like this podcast. Do you think that would make, you're asking, asking me you. if, if I think that your audience would like horse and more horse and sword talk? Oh, anybody. No, no, no. I, I was asking specifically about middle earth. If you were listening to that podcast, would it be something that uh-huh. would be good to listen to before you saw the show or you really have no context because they take that deep of a dive? Yeah. Yeah. You'd, you'd want to have at least, you know, read through the story first. Cause they do that deep of a dive. I mean, they're not uh, shying away from spoilers. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. you know type of things oh and, no of uh, course yeah well, that's what i'm saying because right. i mean you got to talk about everything i mean to like you know to if you're delving that deep you know you gotta take the story as a whole mm. mitch. <laughs> mitch yeah what have you watched oh i watched uh the righteous gemstone uh-huh. yeah buddy the first season no the second season. season now yeah yeah oh, okay the, well, i haven't seen it they are back and holy, holy shit <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Holy I mean, fucking shit. Yeah, dude. Uh they're they're gonna be caught up in some sort of murder plot this season. Ooh. And it is uh man, I don't know. they they go in like there's there's some guy that's like poking around the uh doing exposés about large evangelical families and he's starting to talk about the gemstones yeah and he tries to talk to john goodman uh eli gemstone and he doesn't want to hear him and uh but the kids are like we need to get out in front of this we need to put put our story forward and they go to this cabin where the guy's staying and uh well can i say the spoiler yeah i'm good with it jd i want to I talk about it so bad yeah okay, i'll watch it eventually yeah yeah go ahead because i hate well, it when you guys withhold and i want to know i mean i want <laughs> you guys to talk about it well okay. there's first mitch i think you got to address the junior yeah all right go ahead why don't you take the reins here because you're a junior better storyteller is... i was just i just wanted to interject you got to include the junior part of the story hmm. all right what's going Before on it? oh okay well do you want me to tell it yeah you're the better voice dude well flattery is gonna get you everywhere mm. mr becker <laughs> but so basically at the beginning of the season you find out that eli gemstone in his youth he was a professional wrestler and he was also a some sort of mob heavy he or not mob but basically he's like the dude who does the wrestling promotions using eli gemstone under the uh he's like the maniac or something like that that's his wrestling yeah, name the, the maniac kid the maniac kid oh no and, and He's using him as a way to shake down these people. And there's also this other little kid that's there named Junior. And they kind of go in and rough people up. And then his signature move is to break this dude's fucking thumbs. He gets his hands like this and he, oh, they show it. That's so fucking bad. Oh. Or it's it's hanging off like this. Oh, oh that's yeah, terrible. So they show this young kid do it. 
and it's fucking dope. And then it shows this guy just showing up outside of the country club, the junior kid, when it's like now times with old man Goodman who's running the church. And he is immediately like, nah, fuck that noise. Like, I don't want to hear this guy blackmailing me. And then what happens next, Mitch? Well, Eli and, uh, and, and Junior start catching up. And then some, there's some dude that's basically like being real gross, you know, or soup. think about public display of affection, but like this dude's like basically humping this girl on the bar at this restaurant. And John Goodman's like, Hey, we're just trying to like, can you calm down? I'm trying to think of the kids and whatnot. And this dude oh. gets fucking pissed off. But the so camera the shows little girls younger than your daughters watching these people like copulate. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah. So and then they have they have like a nice prayer, you know. Eli prays, and Junior's like, "Oh man, that healed my soul." Basically, like you know, it's like, "Man, I maybe I should get into the religious aspect of life or whatever." And then they go outside, and the dude's outside waiting for him, and uh, he runs afoul of the maniac kid. Let's say, is this a whole season, or is this just one episode? This is no, two they, episodes. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, and they're was, doing it episode by episode. Yeah. Just like last week time. by week. Yeah. They got me. They got me last time where they were like, here's an hour long episode. And I was like, oh shit, they're all an hour long. But no, they're the first one's an hour. And then the second one's going to be 30 minutes. Yep. I don't know, man. When like, so there's this journalist that's snooping around these evangelicals and uh, like Eli Gemstone doesn't want to talk to this guy because he, Run, he's basically running smear campaigns on all the evangelicals and um truth but, campaigns yeah truth campaigns yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> but uh so the kids danny mcbride edie patterson and adam divine go to talk to this guy in this is uh in his cabin where he's staying uh the journal the journalist is jason schwartzman uh, and they find him like full-on murdered in the second episode yeah. yeah, the very end of the second episode. With his dick and in they the like eye? go. <laughs> no, that's Jason Bybucker. Uh, oh, Schwartzman, the Wes Anderson. Oh wait, yeah, so, yeah I got. And I said Bateman, which is wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. It's always. It's never. Hey, you were a good loser, or it's always back to that fucking pie, man. <laughs> Yeah, Jason Schwartzman's the uh, the voice of uh, Sonic, right? No, that's Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Benny Benny Schwa Schwa. Schwa. He was also he was also uh, Dewey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down the duck. Dewey. Ooh. Which they nailed the landing and the ending of that. I don't know if we talked about it. They did, and, and and there's still plans to go forward with the Darkwing Duck show. Oh, I hope so. I'd yeah. so good. Yeah. I feel like they, there's been enough time where now they can bring a good show back and I'd watch it. Yeah, they why? acknowledged that they were slowed down in production because of COVID. Is that why they ended it? It, was, it wasn't because uh, David Tennant's contract took up too much money? No, I don't think. I think Tennant does certain things in different price scales. I don't think he operates quite like a straight-up American actor. Because he's union in Europe, all those BBC actors. So he's making scale to do like around the world in 80 days right now. So I don't, I don't, I don't think he looks at his payday the same way that say like Robert Downey Jr. does. Hmm. The British. Nobody. I think Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, but there's a reason Benedict moved here and quit doing things in Europe. Other than like <laughs> other other than like the thing here or there. No, that's that's fair. Yeah, one of them ducats. Because he makes the same thing to do Sherlock now as he did when he was not famous. So that's he doesn't do Sherlock. 
now. Duck it's no, but I mean, like, what towards the end of that for the fourth season that was, you know, six years into it. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch this, that one? It was disappointing. It was, yeah. It had, it had been too long. The characters weren't quite the same. And then the writing was a little weak. I don't know. The last, yeah. I think the last two doctors have been really weak too. And none of them have been that weak since it started up again. Yeah. Yeah. You mean Jody Whittaker and Peter Capaldi? Capaldi was really weak. I and I love him, and I love him as the doctor. I liked the acting. I liked the kid, but the writing was just fucking not great. And then same with Jody. They've they've done cool things during Jody's run with the Master again, and you know the the Lost Children and whatever. But for the most part, it's just not good. <laughs> Agreed. Fair enough. Yeah. And it bums me out because it was like one of my very favorite things. And now it's just like, like it's almost tedious to watch a lot of the episodes. And I thought like I kept it to myself because I was just like, man, maybe I'm finally too old for this sci-fi show for <laughs> nine year olds. And uh, but no, like the fandom agrees that it's been fucking weak. But it's one of those Black Panther kind of things where like initially everybody was so happy and so excited that it was Jody and they were doing a new thing that like it really didn't get the scrutiny or like a even like a hard look until it was the end of the first season then people were going well wait a minute was any of this any good or were we just all very excited for something <laughs> different what black panther is definitely up there for me i don't like the comparison no i think black it's like jody's show it's it's good it's just not it's not as good as everybody made it out to be as for at first it's not the greatest thing that ever happened mm, i would agree. like so I love Black Panther. I just don't think it's like up there with uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Mm. Big Lawrence of Arabia fan, huh? Yeah, that movie. (laughs) Not the guy, but the movie rocks. The movie slaps. (laughs) Um, Is is, uh, Black Panther in your top five, JD, of Marvel Cinematic Universes? I think so. I was actually going to bring this up. I was having a discussion last night in Open Mic about what you thought was your bottom three MCU movies. Oh, are we, ca- are we counting all the Hulk movies? No, like MCU yeah. proper Marvel okay. Studio. By, yeah. And because um, uh, you guys are, you know, you guys weren't crazy about Eternals. You know, I heard from the it. last episode. No, I, I, I liked- it was fine. Again, none of the movies are bad. They're just. You know, not as good as others. No, well, Iron Man 2 sucks. And that's what makes the bottom three so hard for me, I feel like. <laughs> what sucks? I just, I, I don't like it. I also wanted to see Mitch's eyes go full Chris Tucker. Uh, I said Iron Man 2 sucks. Yeah. Dude, yeah, Iron Man 3 was better. I know. I agree. Yeah. Same with Thor, Thank Thor you. 2 okay. and Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor 2 is a pretty trash movie. The, but it's got, like, it's redeemed story-wise through the later movies and the Indeed. fucking time traveling. Yeah. And yeah. So, Just like I mean, this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Adam Garfield's Spider-Mans are better because of the last Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They pulled the same trick with Thor. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess Cap had the best, like, three. Cap yeah, the most better. solid. Uh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy are going to pull out the most solid three. You think? Yeah. I well, know, we'll man. see. Do- Doctor Strange might too. Winter Soldier was great. Absolutely. Yeah. Winter Soldier, Civil War. Oh my God. But so I mean, good. there's going to be other contenders with no stinkers, hopefully, coming up. Uh, that, first, that, Ant-Man. that first phase, Ant-Man. Yeah, dude, if Ant-Man and the Quantum Realm kicks dick and now it's, did you see Murray's confirmation? No. no. Oh, Bill Murray? Bill Murray confirmed he's the villain. Oh, oh interesting. God. Fuck yeah. CBR <laughs> reported it, so I believe that shit. 
I'm all about the Ant-Man series. I like him Dude, a lot. I'm all about that wrinkly old Bugs Bunny being the villain. <laughs> I like Paul Rudd. I hope that shit doesn't come up about him. Uh, it will not. Yeah, I like... Because you're going to stomp it down before it can. Didn't they no. try to take Jeremy Renner down with like some weird stuff for a while? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wasn't but he, I like, think... like weirdly Jer- abusive to his wife or something? Yeah, I was going to say, I think Jeremy Renner actually did that <laughs> shit. Uh, Paul Rudd's been with like the same lady since they were very young. Yeah. Uh, His stepsister, uh, Alicia Silverstone. Oh, yeah. I'm clueless. They, <laughs> they were not together. real, though, right? No, but it's <laughs> like, real. <laughs> but his real life. And when you see him like young, they're like a really cute couple. And I mean this in no shit talking way, just the fact that Paul Rudd's a vampire. When you see him now, she looks like, oh, does she have money? Why is that? Why is that elderly woman with Paul Rudd? Because she I, aged in a normal human rate. I agree. No. The guy doesn't age. No, he doesn't age. He his wouldn't. wife did, but he's the kind of good Hollywood dude who's just like still with her, like loves his wife for all the right reasons instead of needing to be seen with arm candy. Yeah, but he really doesn't age. No, he like made Chris a good Pratt, point. Or you said talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking uh but uh, paul rudd made a good point <laughs> where he was like no people everybody thinks i didn't age but everybody stops aging when they get money i looked 32 when i was 19 so now i just like i had a bunch of years there where i i just like caught up because stress was gone and then after that i just lived pretty good and mm-hmm. i think that might be a valid argument of like actors kind of age to the point where they really hit it huh. and then what they kind of stick hit around it pretty young yeah. He might yeah. not have many cares in the world, and that that must be a nice feeling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got a you got a loving wife that you found before you had all that fucking money. Yeah, he was a good. <laughs> he's always been a good. I've always liked him. Actually, what if what are some of your favorite Paul Rudd roles? Mm. Oh man, he was is great it? in Wet Hot American Summer. Oh God, yeah, he is. He's good yeah. in the in the fucking uh, reboot or not reboot the continuation. Yeah, yeah. First day of camp. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, he's great in role models too. God yeah, damn! Models, yeah. I like him as Kunu in the fifty. Oh wait, no, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that thing about Kunu. the watch. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> he's like, he's I stopped Kunu. wearing a watch when I get, moved here, and he's like, Yeah, that's so cool. He's like, Yeah, my phone, my phone has a watch. So <laughs> he's like, No, that's not as cool. <laughs> He was in a Halloween movie and that Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet. I enjoyed that movie. Mm. Yeah. Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> the one with Leo and John Leguizamo was Tybalt. And Claire mm-hmm. Danes. Yes. There's a, I have a special place for that uh, in my heart because of a song that was in the trailer. It was by a band called Mundy. I, I don't know it, why it captivated me so, uh, but I'll always remember that that song, how it affected me, and I associate it with the movie. So that's why I say it's a good movie, but it, it is because it's like uh, modern times, at least when it was made, which was 96. So mid-90s, after all that violence that was going on uh, in our country, mid-90s, it's Romeo and Juliet, and they keep the language. So it's... Yeah. Kind of neat. Yeah. Should do an updated version now, 2022. <laughs> oh God. Like a and, West Side story. <laughs> but not leaving their their house, just yelling from the window. <laughs> wearing masks. I don't know. Be weird. Uh, yeah. Can we do you guys have a bottom three MCU movies though? Oh like Mitch. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. I think it's uh Iron Man 2. Yeah. Age of Ultron. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I just really enjoy that party scene where they're hanging out before Ultron comes in. 
I mean, I I enjoy aspects of that film, but it's a real shit version of that story. They took all the, they took, they didn't take the legs away. They took everything away from that. They're all puppets tangled in strings. Yeah, man. And he was doing so good on the blacklist as a villain. And then I got like, that movie sucked so bad, I quit watching The Blacklist. Wow. Wow. Repercussions. That's, that's pretty fucking vindictive, Jake. Ripples being sent out. No, it was just like I was that disappointed in James Spader that I just like couldn't do it. And The Blacklist rocked. It's on Netflix now, and I've thought about going back, but I tried to jump in where I stopped, and I don't remember any of that fucking show. I watch too much TV. You do watch a lot. You've been sleeping better? No. No, that's unfortunate. I slept okay when Peicher was here, but we were just like pile driving edibles because he, he came down for a couple of days on vacation, and mm. uh, we wrecked it. <laughs> but but no, nah, and I can't be eating. Twenty dollars edible every day. No, right. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Though, no, those, that was that. Those five. Real quick. Those those wilds. Those yeah. five milligram CB. Those act. Whatever it is. Yeah. Those are sweet. Oh yeah. Well, the, the the hibiscus the act- ones. Yeah, the actos are the five milligram ones. Those things, ten milligrams of those is like forty of another brand. I think. I'm just so amazed at how how strong, not strong, but how like nice they are. Yeah. And then those other ones are the CBG ones. You dug those too? Yeah. Yeah. CBG is dope. CBGB. Yeah, dude. CBG makes you just like smacked. You're just like Mm -hmm. walking around with a grin. Like you just snuck out of a bedroom at a party after getting a blowjob. Like you're that kind of happy. Or you walked by a house, looked in and saw titties. Yeah. Like it's that like immediate rush of just like, all right all day when you're high (laughs) on that shit. It's pretty cool. It is. Walking around quagmired going, yeah, dude. Giggity, giggity. Yeah, just yeah. smiling like, yeah, people being like, what are you smiling about? And you're like, oh, man, this is a fucking cool day. It is. I, and I, it's funny that you say it like that because there's an element of truth. Yeah, you're just smacked. It's like the part of being stoned I want the most all the time. <laughs> That's fair. What was the third movie there, uh, Jake? Oh, yeah. Oh, did I say Thor Dark World? No, I, uh, I did it earlier. No, that would be the third. Yeah, that would be the third one. I, I think Iron those, Man 2, Ultron, and then yeah, Thor 2. Thor. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. those are the weakest films in the run of the films. Oh, yeah. I'd say Captain Marvel might be in there for, for me. Just I didn't enjoy it that much. Okay. That would sub, uh, like the Thor, Dark World, uh, Iron Man 2, and maybe Captain Marvel. Hmm. Nice. See, I had no connection. I was like, eh, don't care about it. I just want to see more end game stuff. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited about that. everything that they did in it, though. With what, Captain Marvel? Yeah, I'm. I was just. I'm stoked for that story. Like that story got me so stoked. I was like, "All right, fucking snap your fingers, do the damn thing." I want to see scrolls. Mm, and I, okay. I agree. And you know, it's funny because I was, I was thinking about. I'm not saying that Black Panther is in my bottom three. I'm just saying I did enjoy the movie, and I, I enjoyed more what they did for the overall universe than than anything yeah i just didn't think it was well to use jake's analogies i didn't think it was citizen kane and i feel like a lot of people lauded as that and i yeah i thought it was a good movie i thought it was a really good movie and i thought that the sum of the parts was greater than the whole i think it it and black widow also had this problem where they had to exist in a time frame where we knew the ending yeah. like they could yeah. they could all they could only do so much and that takes a lot of the punch out of a story even intellectually knowing like the fucking hero's probably gonna win and they're gonna like all that shit but just knowing like especially black widow like this is book book ended both sides 
seeing Black Panther already as the full-blown Black Panther earlier in the movies kind of takes the steam out of us discovering mm. that he's got to become the Black Panther. And it also kind of... So he was already Black Panther when the movie started? No, because his dad dies and then he takes over. Well, that yeah. happens in Civil War. Right. Yeah, right. He was already Black Panther before his dad dies. It's not like his that's... dad was going out as an old yeah, man. That, that's right. In a, in a chubby Black Panther suit. <laughs> chubby Black mm. Panther. No, the ceremonies after the death in the movie. Yeah, but T'Challa was already operating as Black Panther as T'Chaka was being a diplomat. I agree. I see the plot hole. Huh. Yeah. Am and in the, in, the, in the movie was redundant and telling a story of a thing that we'd already accepted as truth. And it's the same reason I'm glad they killed. Have you seen Spider-Man, J.D.? Yes. Okay. It's the same yeah. reason I'm glad they killed May instead of like showing us a flashback to the death of Ben. Right. Was that there's no reason to like, we already accepted Ben's not around and he's probably fucking dead. They never mentioned it ever, did they? I think I there's think like so. one mention. In the first of, movie, yeah. They mentioned yeah, Your they Uncle mentioned Ben or him. something like that. Yeah. But not in any heavy way. Right. Your Uncle Tony Stark, more like it. But I respect <laughs> the fact that they didn't turn around then and make that point an Uncle Ben flashback sort of thing. And they let it be Aunt May and be different and grow the story. I agree. That was that was a really smart move. Yeah. He needed something to really uh, make him want to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Like the other Spider-Man. Yeah, dude. Peter uh, Spider-Man. What, what was the other? Uh, she's done, she says that with great power, there must also come great responsibility. But she also said something else that maybe that hit me right in the chest where it was like, if you help someone, you help everyone or something like that. It wasn't that on such, her tombstone? Yeah, but she says it too, I think. Oh, okay. You know, I, know, I was crying person. pretty hard. Yeah, it was... Couldn't, it was impactful. For sure. Oh, did you uh, rent out the theater to go see it, Jake? Because the last broadcast no. geeks you're talking about, you might do that. Yeah, no, we went and they oversold the theater. So we ended up going into another theater where they shut off all the other movies. And I saw it with Carlos and Wally and his girlfriend and her kid. So it was almost private. Mm-hmm. It's a cool theater down there. We've seen a few movies yeah. at the Tri-Peaks. It's, it's nice. fucking dirty cheap, too. Yeah, and it's it's nice. It's good enough. I, I think they do a good job. Yeah, I can't complain for spending twelve dollars and getting like do a movie ticket recline? and snacks. So they have some uh motorized seats, um, and then the rest of the seats yep. are just regular seats hand, that do have a hand crank. Uh but no three DX or no, no, they don't no, they have good sound and big screen. No, no, it's it's a small town theater, but they have digital projectors and, and nice enough screens, I would say. Right on. Perfect for a town of 9,000. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen two Marvel movies there now. I saw Ghostbusters. Eternals. I saw Eternals and Spiderman. Right, right. Ooh, all right. Let's see what else. I can't I can't think of a bottom three. Yes, you Marvel can. Movie. Come no. on. On okay, the so- rethink, I might put Black Widow below. Yeah, I thought Angel, about that too. I thought about Angel it. Angel Ultron. Why do you hate? Why do you all hate girls? I don't hate girls. <laughs> I, and, and I and I love the post credit scene and Yelena, but just like yeah, Yelena's great. That the, the, the rest the rest of the story really eh, Taskmaster Master, and I don't hate it because they made it different than the comics. It just sucked. Yeah, when he was like, "She's a perfect mimic," I was like, "Come yeah. on, that's not threatening." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She can pretend that she's 
a pizza delivery and you would believe it. Do you think that I could show that? I, I don't remember. I watched it with you, Jake. Uh, yeah. Is that going to be appropriate for my kids? Yeah. Like widow? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I don't think there's any of like the sex shit with the widows in it. Mm-hmm. All right. Not that I, I can they, recall. I think I think they covered that in all the Iron Man's. Iron Man One was a little hard <laughs> at first. In my in my no estimation, Iron Man One is the best Marvel Cinematic Movie Universe MCU movie, and then every other movie is tied for second. <laughs> yeah, all all twenty four of them. Wow, wow. No, I don't know. I uh, I I'd probably have to say Hulk is the Incredible Hulk. While I do enjoy it, is probably in one of those lower tier one. Just because they MCU, yeah, not technically Ed- no. It's not Marvel Studios though. What? Yeah, it's the one not with Ed- Edward Norton. Yeah, no. Yeah, it no. is. It's a Universal it? movie, bro. It's the second entrant in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right, which uh, mm. which one? The Incredible Tony on- Stark. Disney yeah. Plus. Well, that's because of the universal rights fuckery. But Tony Stark shows up in the post credit scene of The Incredible Hulk to talk to Thunderbolt Ross. Tony Hawk mm. shows up in Spider-Man too, though. Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk? Tony, Tony Stark, Hawk. Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How yeah, dare you? Tony Hawk? Oh. <laughs> he does a sick nolly over the fucking <laughs> it, Captain America shield. It is counted here. I'm looking at Wikipedia. And list of Marvel Cinematic Universe films, and it's listed after Iron Man. If Disney would just okay, sack then up count it, count buy, it, that's fine. If they would just buy Universal and buy Sony, then we wouldn't have all of this bullshit. Gee, never gonna sell Universal. You could take a oh, well, I guess Harry Potter Land is in Universal, right? I say you can yeah. take the Hogwarts Express all the way to the Simpsons land. They own so much <laughs> shit. They they did sell DC. <laughs> to who? Universal did? Uh well, NBC. Uh to uh ATT. Oh. Now ATT is threatening to liquidate them since before shutdown, and they've let them live because they think the numbers might be skewed by shutdown. But that's why there's eight new Batman books and little else. The Batman books are good. No, it's not that they're good so much. A lot of them are good, but now they're doing so many that I can't vouch for all of them. But it's just that they sell. People buy Batman books, especially low numbers. So they keep introducing new titles and short series they'll sell. And I'm just DCS trying to find to a through line from uh, Wheel of Time books to that, you know? Yeah, Wheel of Anyway, time you guys should books. watch Lord of the Rings again. Give it a chance. <laughs> Harry Potter. I've never... Uh, I've never seen all the Lord of the Rings books. And- Again, yeah, uh, maybe take a break from Batman the Animated Series, you know, for a week, and then watch <laughs> Lord of the Rings. You know what I'm saying? Is there an easy way for me to watch Lord of the Rings? Is it on one of the streaming platforms? It's on HBO Max. HBO. Ketamine. HBO Max. Yeah. You say ketamine, what? Jake? Yeah, yeah, that's the easy way to watch it. Ooh, Andy Circus just redid all the audiobooks. You can listen to those. I have the DVD set right, right here. Let me... Here, I could I could give this to you. Ooh, uh, what a box I'd, set! I got all those extended DVDs too, but not a nice box set. I'd rather listen. I'm gonna get a door Durin tattoo next. You're gonna the get a books. what tattoo? Door of Durin. It's a Lord of the Rings reference. You, you should watch the movie, Mitch. And Mitch, this is a nice Iron you. Man sticker. Did I ever? Did I ever tell you why I don't particularly care for Lord of the Rings stuff? It's boring. That's not no, true. Okay, there, there's some there's some deep childhood trauma. A horse ran over his grandma. Yeah, it was it was Christmas time. And <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't a caribou or a reindeer? Yeah, reindeer. I was <laughs> that, yeah. No, uh, I had to watch the two towers 
on a football bus to Kearney, Nebraska. And it was the worst thing ever because <laughs> when we got to Kearney, Nebraska, there was a big tornado that whipped softball size hail around. Oh. And so ever since mm-hmm. then, I've kind of associated Lord of the Rings with uh, imminent death. And that's why I've always been like, ah, I like lasers and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've always associated. So, if there was a storm, I was gonna say if you watched the Batman the Animated Series and the storm happened, you know, no, that's harder though because it's not boring. Because I associate Lord of the Rings with being in a theater for three hours and an hour of it being watching different shots of people walking. That's why I was saying I'd rather listen. Like if Mitch isn't familiar with all of it, I'd I'd rather listen to the circus books than rewatch the fucking movies because that shit is tedious. I'll watch the but Lawrence of Arabia was great. I'm not going to rewatch it. And yeah, the story moves. Why of Arabia is like 800 million years long. Yeah, but it never makes me feel anxious in the theater because I'm like, why is nothing happening? They keep moving the shot just to show us different angles of this hill. You know what? I will make you a deal. I will watch Lord of the Rings, JD. Uh I will do Uh it to see if I, and then I'll come back and I'll be like, I always liked Sword and Pony, Jake is wrong. Nope. Just put some respect on it, you know? I do Jeff, like some Jeff, of it. Jeff is the one who's a little more dismissive. I, I He's like, like oh, I, you know. It's, it's uh, you know, it's the same reason. Like, I think it's just because I didn't grow up with it. I grew up with Star Wars. I grew up with comic books and whatnot. But I never grew up with Lord of the Rings. I had that near-death experience on the bus. And then one time <laughs> I pretended to read the Two Towers for a book report. Why are you starting in the middle? Because <laughs> I'm an idiot, dude. I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> and the teacher full-on knew that I was, an, like, bullshitting i had a cliff notes version of my book report so i was like yeah there's like these two towers and the riders of rohan and um <laughs> she knew that's pretty she much fucking, it i mean you got it yeah i just so, i think i think there's no coincidence that fish and deadheads like lord of the rings oh holy hold the phone jd uh, are you a fish and or deadhead a, no i hate both of those things so i don't agree i think this is okay. uh I'm no, a, those 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 people who love those jam bands are pretty big into Tolkien, and I think yeah. it's because they love shit that meanders for no reason. Okay, you, uh, if we want to talk about toxic fandoms, bro, people who love the Joker, come on. <laughs> which which I hate <laughs> to say, a little no, I I agree with I agree with you. No, 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 no. But there's no through line of like the the toxic people that like the Joker and the other things that they all like everybody who likes jam bands is like Tolkien. what tolkien's prevalent in the jam band scene yeah but he's also prevalent in mm-hmm. Le- uh, led like zeppelin he references Mordor. they all have tolkien Rush. references in their yes, shit they do but yeah fish, fish doesn't Maybe, yeah, but i know doesn't jake's just saying like People that are into that noodly uh, jam band stuff. Yes. Meandering, wandering, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings me back it. to the Wheel of Time, which is why I stopped reading that series. <laughs> Uh, because it was just meandering for way too long. <laughs> yeah. And I want to you gotta get back into it. You know what? The thing is, I and I've said this with some of my favorite shows that even helped start this podcast was I want an end. I wanted to have an end so I could look at it as a piece of, of work and and really judge it and, and enjoy mm. it. You know, I I look back, even it was flawed, but I really liked Smallville. And I think that Smallville helped set me up for 
all these other TV shows because I think it it really nailed it. It did a great job and it allowed Arrow to just make it darker. Yeah, Smallville well, got like what? what thirteen seasons? I think it was ten. Yeah, I think it was okay. ten or eleven. I knew it was long. Nine. And I stopped. I, I fell off at like five. Oh, and then there's like a bunch, and I was like, ah, I can't get back into the set. But I have like the first couple on DVD. Nice. And then they finished it by putting out a comic series, right? Oh, I don't know. Like I believe season you are eight. Correct. Season eight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. They kind of did like what they did with Buffy the Vampire Slayer and X Files. Mm. Uh, well, like, I mean, it makes Big sense. Buffy fan as well. I will definitely check out Wheel of Time. I'm, you know what? As I grow older, I'm starting to not be as dismissive of things. Like I started watching some Star Trek recently and I'm like, you know what? I didn't grow up with this and I was very standoffish against it, but I, I I'm open to it. So maybe I'll, you know, when the boys comes back for season three, yeah. I'll re-up, I'll re-up my Amazon and I'll watch Wheel of Time. You might like it. It's a little more adult. It's not quite Game of Thrones where they're like just straight up having sex. But it is like so, sexier than like what probably the Lord of the Rings show will be. Is it sexier than a lot of sex Ready Player One? Lord of the Rings. That's not uh, yeah, because they're a little older, so they're implying that they're ha- having sex. <laughs> is it sexier but than The Witcher? Uh, Have you seen Henry Cavill I didn't watch in the that I mean, I've seen the memes. I haven't watched the show. That's that uh, one. I just couldn't. We'd call that sword and sheath. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like hole and sheath. Keep it kosher. <laughs> I couldn't think of a because I feel like when you guys say horse and sword, it's very dismissive of the genre. Yeah, I can't think of one that's like um, as uh, biting for robot and laser is the best I could get. It's Any robot thoughts? And laser. <laughs> Blue um, rings and cowls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's only like Batman, right? <laughs> it also covers yeah. Captain Boomerang. Yeah, and I parents. was gonna say capes and capes and, and dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> capes and Martha. Capes and Martha. Martha. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> capes and Marthas, or space and How about the vineyard, vineyard of Marthas. Yeah, Boba Fett. I'm watching know. that. You guys been watching that? Oh, I buddy. Hell yeah! I'm all about. Raiders Chewy. Yeah, oh, he has like he end has of a second name. episode. Yeah. He's he's an established character in the comics. I know his name is Black Kerstanton, but yeah. I like calling him Raider Nation Chewbacca because <laughs> he's, he's black and silver and he's got spiky fucking shoulder pads. So he is full on Raider Dave in it. Dude, I want that. Like, I want that nickname to catch on so Ice Cube puts him in a video. <laughs> Raider Nation Chewy, yeah. Raider Nation Chewy, yeah. Awesome. Uh, you don't think it's like but a little yeah. too like saviory, white saviory with Boba Fett, like you know, with like the Sand People dances with Tuscans. It's like a little too. I don't know. I feel like it's a little too preachy. Yeah, it's like okay, we get it. He's a good guy. Is he though? It's like his dances with wolves, but with Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, he's. We don't know. Maybe <laughs> in the next episode, he steals everything of value from the Tuscans and runs off into the night. All right. Well, that would be more interesting. I, I mean, I'm I'm open to it. I'm gonna watch all of it. I'm just saying the first two episodes are a little are a little much. I heard the first episode was kind of shit, but I haven't I haven't watched it yet. I think I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> Jake, what do you think? Yeah, I was thinking I, I might wait to like let them uh, you know pile up and then binge. Yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I don't yeah, really like it. I'm just saying, I was like, I mean, you know, if I'm going, we're just trying to start a discussion here, guys. What do you think? Yeah. I don't, I don't know about the white savior thing. I mean, they own his ass right now. Yeah. I mean, in a way, like, like the train was, thing. The yeah. Train but that, thing. he's like still in bondage until the train thing. He's like, Hey, I'm going to go. I'll be right back. I'll be back in the morning. 
Yeah, but he had to like kill that monster, and the like old man knew he killed that monster for <laughs> the kid, and let the kid take credit in front of the tribe. But he's he's like, oh, is their, that what happened? Yeah, he's he's their property right now. Mm. He's just now he's like almost an equal member of their little society. But I don't think he can yeah, just they, like, like clothe them and leave, yep. leave. Yeah. They did the whole well, that's ceremony. That's what JD's saying, though. That's full on what the white savior uh, trope is. Yeah, but we don't know where Mandalorians stand in society that are because they're very it's looked down upon. I know, but he identifies with the suit and shit. But he's, he's also a, he's a, a he's a clone. He's a New Zealand accent, so you know, pretty low on the totem pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is charming. I, <laughs> I just he's think a about uh, clone. <laughs> remember in flight of the concords when uh he was like avert your eyes they're from new zealand or they're from australia and, and uh brett and jermaine are like no actually from new zealand and they were like oh okay they're like you're actually good then is that aziz where he was like the racist uh fruit yeah. salesman yeah <laughs> yeah that's right it was a season. Sorry, don't oh, look yeah. at them. They're Australian. <laughs> I do want. I do want to watch it. Uh, we're gonna have to wait. Like, if I'm gonna watch it with the girls, I'm gonna have to wait because we're we're just into this MCU thing. But I do want to yeah. watch it. Uh, I just want to wait a little bit. So if I if I need to watch a second episode, it'll be available. If anything, JD, I have more of a problem with how he acts as like the gang leader in fucking Tatooine. Mm. What's that? I want more of that. To be honest, yeah, I want to see more of that. Well, what the fuck's with it? Like, what? He got handed an underground criminal ring, and now he's trying to be like, this should all be about honor. Like, okay, so you're just going to give all of the money away? You're going to, like, you took that helmet full of cash pretty willingly. That wasn't clean money. Like, it, it's just, it's very not. She got it back right away. It's very, yeah, it's very not complete in his, <laughs> like, his, his, his way of being is all over the place. It's very contradictory. You think Boba Fett mm-hmm. got rich bounty hunting? Oh, he got rich licensing his name out. You can go to all the Boba Fett pasta joints around across the galaxy. <laughs> Come on in to Boba Fettuccinis. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I feel like Boba Fett, the guy who just ripped that monster's head off and tore through the uh, pit. Fuck, I can't think of the name of it. What's the name of that monster? Sarlacc. Sar- Thank Rancor. you, the Sarlacc. Oh, no, the Sarlacc. No, the Rancor was the big thing with the three clawed right. hands that the Gamorrean guards overwatched in uh, Jabba's uh, fortress palace. palace. The little piggy boys? Uh, no, the big the big monster that Luke Right, the rank. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other oh, guys. Oh, the little piggy guys, the Gamorrean guards. Yeah. The piggy yeah. boys. Yeah. They're in this. I saw the, those piggy guys, I would have been like, if you got cast in Star Wars, they're like, yeah, you're going to be in Star Wars. They're like, put on these pig suits. <laughs> they're like, oh. Yeah, I was thinking about it because uh, <laughs> I think John Gabris is supposed to have a cameo in it that he was hinting at. And I'm very mm. suspicious if they just put his big ass in one of those suits or a CGI capture suit. Mm. Wow, interesting. I did. I did like how they threw that one guy who tried to kill them into the rancor pit and the door was opening and then the, like the guy starts shitting his pants and was like oh the mayor the mayor sent me to kill you and they're like hot there's no rancor in there you fucking stupid ass <laughs> well, yeah because yeah, i mean ostensibly that, that rancor has been dead for what 30 years no oh. Nine. Yeah, it's been right de- after. No, yeah. the book, the book of Boba Fett is. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. No, 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 no. The yeah. book of Boba Fett's during the cloning project with oh, Grogu. Well, 
it's after yeah, it's it's after all of that and the grogu cl- cloning shit is going on for snoke nine okay. nine years after turn of the jedi that's when that's, mandalorian set it's nine years after okay so it's in between they've just already started the science for snoke yeah because they probably you probably can't clone a force adept being well without they got Grogu's midi-chlorians. We'll see what happens in the next season. But uh <laughs> I want Teen Grogu. Yeah, I want to see him be about rebellious. Kai, you guys been watching any of that? No, oh, I should no. be. I, I, I should heard be. it's really good. It's so fucking good, dude. How's the fourth season been? Amazing. So oh, good. Man. I mean, in the, the way they expand the universe. They bring like that they, guy back from Karate Kid 3. Yeah, Terry Silver. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen <laughs> the third one? Because Terry Silver is like the most ridiculous like it's been villain, since i was a right? child yeah same what right. do you mean like he's like he's so over the like top. a robot arm no, well like he's just he's this grown man who's super rich he's like a billionaire and he's like taking phone calls on his you know big brick cell phone <laughs> and he's like yeah dump all the toxic waste into the river i don't care i'm a billionaire you know he's like laughing he's like i'm gonna go beat up a 17 year old or however old uh you know larusso supposed to be in that movie and so they just kind of retcon all that they're not retcon but they explain it in the show he's like oh i was on cocaine in the 80s i was so crazy <laughs> like that's how they just explain his like crazy behavior <laughs> it's like i was on cocaine the whole time but now i'm good you know when they bring him in <laughs> Have they referenced <laughs> the next Karate Kid ever? Hillary Swank? Uh, no. No, but there's all these theories about one of the, the girl, Tori, kind of the main bad girl. But they they just, they, there is no like bad person because they redeem everybody. Everybody's coming around to Miyagi-Do, dude. It's so good. These characters you don't think are like redeemable. They totally bring it around. <laughs> it's so great. You guys got to watch it. <laughs> so Miyagi... I'm- is actually the bad guy in so they're saying that all the all the Cobra Kai's were actually turned out good and LaRusso and Miyaki were actually pieces of shit. And lo- loosely, loosely from a certain area. point of view. No, I do agree with <laughs> thank you. Uh, I do agree with Johnny that he got a bad rap and that Daniel was the asshole in the original movies. Whoa. But in the hot take. Yeah, right. But in the uh in I the mean, Earlier seasons, Daniel was training Johnny's son, and Johnny's son mm-hmm. was really trying to do right, but he did a he did a fucked up thing, and and it got weird. But yeah, everyone, I, I'm excited for the fourth season. I really enjoyed the first three seasons of that show for sure. Oh yeah, dude, how could you have not watched the the cliffhanger with Miguel? You're hurting his back and everything, or did yeah. you watch? That's the third. Third season. That's, That's the, the second third of the season or whatever. I, I haven't watched the most recent season. It's a little uh, soap opery, but so good. Oh, yeah. I like <laughs> In it. In the best ways, Mitch. I'm all about it. Watch that before you watch Lord of the Rings. Cobra yeah, Kai? I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you watch Cobra Kai before you watch Lord of the Rings, I will I will still be happy. <laughs> which you should be doing things that make me happy. I have an important question about Wheel of Time before we end. Oh, yeah. Yes. It Does it take place on Earth? Yes. And the thing is, like, it's like our beginning is their past and their past is our beginning. It's like, it's a wheel, bro. So does it take place in current times, too? Are there cars in it? No. Okay, so then then is it really a wheel of time? (laughs) What what are the specific points in time that they're time traveling to and from? There are no no time travel. (laughs) 
It's just the wheel of time is just no the name job. of the series that talks about this mythology that are they uh, showing people at different eras? No, no, it's no. a story yeah, it's about uh, one uh, group of people and their potential role in the world. When does it take you have place? To get the wheel of time up to 88 miles per hour. Right. But when, when, when does it take place, JD? <laughs> just in future, just in past. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's in the future, but you know, this thing, it ha- you know, whatever the breaking of the world is what they talk about. So everybody's like, you know, kind of still mid- is in medieval, back in medieval times kind of a thing. But I'm not explaining it well, man. I'm sorry. I feel like I've let you down. No, uh, I'm just, no, I, I'm all never sword this, this is part of Sword and Pony. I don't like, thank you. Especially when it's like futuristic Sword and Pony. <laughs> when they're like the world fell apart and this is all we it's, have like no one knows how to build a two-stroke motor drunk irishman no, figured that out awesome. anybody could do that if the world's collapsed they'd have generators anybody could come do on that? well it's amazing yeah, what you could do with potatoes yeah <laughs> they're a power source <laughs> oh were you just saying that in general or are you saying that it was the Irish people figured it out with potatoes. No, I was saying I was saying Irish people who are famously can't build a car. Box of scraps. Oh, I'm just saying they like potatoes. That's what I thought you were saying. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Mickey McFinnigan was able to build this in a cave. <laughs> Thank you. Well, JD, it's been a pleasure having you on. Yes. JD, please tell yeah, our listener, you. please tell you in the future how to find your podcast. <laughs> 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 I, we also uh, wherever you get podcasts wherever yeah, you get podcasts look yeah, for wherever you get Chup- podcasts los chupacabros and left hand right brain uh, you're on potify potify bean spot bean sounds yeah. like a dirty website Switcher. Dude. yeah Everyone, uh, let's get drunk and talk about your wedding. Oh, yeah, Matt was on that episode. I was on, on that episode with of that. My wife, that was yeah. fun. Um, I've also we're starting a new podcast with Katie Bowman this year called Help Me, I'm Scared. That's like uh, we watch scary movies and then, well, she watches scary movies with the guest and then talks about them. Uh, I'm producing that, so you know, I'm trying to build a, a whole thing over here, left <laughs> and right, brain. building a network. Nice, trying, yeah. Hey, if you ever need a podcast that brings in tens of listens every <laughs> other couple weeks. <laughs> You know where to find us. It's more than that. I just no, it's not. (laughs) I've seen the numbers. (laughs) I think we got a good boost. You're right. It is Ted's, but that's all right. It's fun. We got a good boost when people were trying to figure out who Jake was from Chubby Behemoth, and we were getting 300 (laughs) listens per episode. And then they heard what we talk about, and it went down. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone, please listen to JD is much more interesting and much more successful podcast those chupacabros and left hand right right brain and help me i'm what is it help me i'm scared yeah help me i'm scared is going to be the new one coming out here soon with katie bowman nice the podcast network from jd lopez but jd next i'm going to watch lord of the rings i'm going to watch wheel of time and then i'm going to where you you must come back and then he's coming for you no no i just want jd to come back so i can have some relevant things to talk about regarding what if i open my eyes and i see the light of sword horse and sword oh. what if i full i just walk around with a fucking scabbard like i'm tony dalton <laughs> yeah but what if you watch wheel of time and it's good and then you get tricked and you give four hours of your life to tolkien and come back with that energy that's what i want you know what it can't be any worse than the matrix resurrections <laughs> no it can't be that's the worst fucking movie i've ever seen it's the worst spent time i've ever fucking had that was a goddamn <laughs> crime worst movie ever fuck mm. dude it's 
it's the worst movie I've ever sat through with any kind of hope for it being decent. That's fair. God damn. Well, that's very yeah. depressing yeah. note to end on. But uh, if you want to <laughs> write in, wait, go ahead, JD. I was going to say, well, I love, I do love listening. I know you guys are saying you're not, don't have great numbers or whatever, but I enjoy listening to this podcast, you know, and we do it for the people that do listen. So, you know, thank you, thank Evan you. Johnson, Marcelo Duran. <laughs> You guys are the best. Uh, love you guys. You guys, yes. Uh, You're, uh, Johnny Hatchback. Johnny Hatchback. Johnny Hatchback. Who's that? AKA Evan? Johnny Wu, AKA uh, Johnny Apple Party. He's he's like my number one fan. Left hand, right brain. Met him through podcasting. Great guy. Wow. Number one fan. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Well, we appreciate you listening, JD. Please come back anytime. You've ascended into the echelon of you are one of the broadcasts. You've, you've been on a, like four or five episodes now. If not yeah, more. Nice. Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's like the new Avengers protocol. When we all die in that tragic bus accident, you and Marcelo and Evan have to take over the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, don't get tricked by any old uh, tricksters like Elaine. <laughs> Precisely. If you want to write in, what? Make them dance before you believe that they're in charge of the Avengers. That's true. Kate Bishop. I made macaroni. <laughs> I made mac and cheese. Kate Bishop. Um, but if you wanna, if you wanna send a email to the podcast, you can write in broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can like us on our Facebook page. You can send in a tweet at broadcastgeeks or on Instagram broadcast underscore geeks. Subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Or you can just come back next week and uh, listen to us again. Again, will I be converted to the horse and sword? Oh. Find out next time. And until next time, we leave you with our signature, super regular, not secret sign-off line. Excelsior! Excelsior! Oh.